Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. show of at least of this kind in over a month. It's been a long time since we did a, a wrestling version of the sports sprint, but here we are. Um, hope your week is treating you well so far. For those of you that I haven't spoken to yet uh, this week, obviously we had a sports sprint show yesterday morning, um, but maybe some of you didn't catch that, so if you didn't, this will be the first time we are, we're talking to you this week. Um, this is our first uh, Inside the Ring podcast since... Uh, January the 28th, we're going to do our post-Royal Rumble show, so it's been a while, um, and, you know, that's kind of that lull in between, you know, normally there would have been an actual pay-per-view, and I know Super Showdown was supposed to be that pay-per-view, but for me, it doesn't count, um, even though some big things happen, we'll talk about some of those big things during the program tonight, but, you know, we didn't have our traditional, like, fast lane pay-per-view or anything, the only pay-per-view we're going to have, actual traditional pay-per-view that we're going to have, um, between, you know, uh, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania is Elimination Chamber. That's this week, and that's why we're doing the show. So, it's been kind of unconventional, but you know what? That's what they gave us this year, so that's why we haven't been on the air. Because we haven't, I mean, I just didn't want to do a Super Showdown preview. Especially with Elimination Chamber happening, like, what? Less than a week and a half, two weeks after that. So, didn't feel right to do that. That's why we didn't. So, uh, this on this show, we will preview WWE Elimination Chamber, which is coming up on Sunday. Not much of a pay-per-view, but a pay-per-view nonetheless. And we'll talk about... The road to WrestleMania so far, where things have gone since the Rumble, where things could still go. Um, that will be pretty much the focus of today's show. So it won't be a lengthy one, but you know we have enough content to kind of, you know, give you a, a pretty productive show here. I think um, I want to welcome in my co-host, who I'm imagining is in a lot of pain because he uh, had an unfortunate incident. Mike, how you doing? Ouch. I think... Well, the super descriptive term. Um, but yeah, it's a term. Um, so, alright. Um, so, like I said, we're gonna... The way we're gonna do this uh, is this. 
there isn't a lot. There isn't a lot of matches on this card, so we'll open by kind of looking at the card and making some predictions and stuff, and then we'll take a break and kind of um, dive into where super super show. I didn't put this in the show, descri- show description, but I figure World of WrestleMania covers everything. We'll take a break and then we'll do some stuff from Super Showdown last week, and then we'll do some questions and stuff, and that's how we'll we'll work it. Uh, we'll try to move swiftly through everything because um, there isn't a lot here, folks. I'm going to be honest. A lot of the stuff we you know, we kind of already talked about when we, we did our post-Royal Rumble show. I mean, really, the only things that have really built since then are a couple of the top women's matches and, you know, obviously what's happened on the SmackDown side of things. So that's, you know, be a lot of the focal points tonight because those are some of the new, newer developments. So um, so that's what we'll kind of focus on. So all right, let's get down to it here. Let's open by kind of looking at what Elimination Chamber is going to bring us. Um on Sunday, and it's not a lot. Um, and I, it's it's pretty apparent now because they pulled what was supposed to be the main event of the show, which was for the Smack uh, for the um, WWE Championship uh, on Universal Championship. I'm sorry, it was gonna it was supposed to be who was gonna face you know Bray Wyatt or Goldberg, and the expectation was that Roman Reigns was gonna win that, and they decided just to give Roman Reigns the match last Friday. So now they they're not doing a chamber match um, at all um, to decide who. Uh, face uh, faces the Universal Champion, so that's out. So now it's a pretty apparent that uh, the Raw Women's Championship number one contender match will be the main event of the show. I would imagine. Um, I think that's a given. So you know we kind of know what's going to probably main event. Um, but there are some, there are other match, big matches that have been named for the card, or at least matches that could set up a lot of the mid card. Um, as far as WrestleMania goes, so. I mean, it's it's still a, I think it's significant. Pay for people think it's an afterthought. I don't think it's necessarily an afterthought, but it's it's you know it's it's, it's going to be funny because some of the more significant things are going to end up happening at Super Showdown uh, versus what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber. So um, we have two chamber matches. We have the chamber match to decide who faces Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship, and we have a smack a SmackDown. SmackDown, wow, talk, Brian. Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber Match. So those are your two chamber matches. I don't think there's going to be a third. Um, so there's, but there are other matches on the card. Um, so we'll start with I, I, what I anticipate. I don't know if there's going to be any pre-show matches, but this match should probably open the show. Because, um, again, I think pre-show matches just be filler. I don't think they're anything significant. Um... And that is Alberto Carrillo versus Andrade. Um, and by the way, they had a great match last night with Carrillo, Andrade, Ray. I mean, it was a great, great match. Was it Ray in that match or Garza? I forgot who else was in that match. It was both four-way. Okay. Yeah, it, that was great. Um, and you ha- so you so you got kind of a continuation of that, and this is supposed to help build to WrestleMania, but we'll see in which way they build it, uh, what, how they're going to go about it, because I don't think all four men are going to be in the WrestleMania match like I anticipated, um, unless they decide to just rematch it from Raw. Um, but yeah, Carrillo versus Andrade. Um, you know, Andrade's coming back from the suspension. A lot of people feel like they might run the title change here just to kind of set up the match at Mania. I really don't think they will here. I think there's, they, they want Carrillo to chase a little bit more. It's pretty clear, though, they're going to want Carrillo to go over at Mania. That's pretty much where they're going here. It'll be a fun match. I think that will be your opener. Um, 
I don't think I don't think Andrade loses it here though. I don't think I don't, I don't think they'll do that here because I think they want Carrillo to keep chasing. So I think Andrade will win. Probably not clean, but I think Andrade will win. Mike. Mm-hmm. There is this feeling going on that you know, and some people asked about this too in our questions. Um. They feel like maybe Garza might end up stealing Carrillo's spotlight a little bit. Like they might do something with Garza at Mania instead of Carrillo, which was the plan. Because he's kind of been, you know, a highlight in recent weeks. I don't know if they'll do that. I kind of think they're, they're trying to build a face right now. Right. 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 <laughs> Daddy is. All right. Right. Um, next up, we have Braun Strowman defending his Intercontinental title in a three-on-one handicap match versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Cesaro and Sami Zayn, who, by the way, Sami Zayn hasn't wrestled in months, and they've been protecting because I guess he's been injured. I mean, he's he's cleared, but he's he's still banged up. Um, but they're running him here in a three-on-one handicap match. So, Mike, your thoughts? That's a good point. It's such a weird match. I, I you know, I, I kinda thought maybe they'd run this in the chamber or something like that. Like if they were gonna do like a chamber match. I kinda thought maybe they'd do something with this. Um Yeah. I, I thought that would have been a great way to kinda build uh build up Braun a little bit and build up somebody but but you know what? I, I think you're hundred percent right. Zane's in the match to take the pin. Um and they're just running this because it's something, it's a novel, it's something, something different. And it's, it's a way to draw attention to the match. Oh, look, he's facing three guys. Let's make Braun look super insurmountable because he's probably going to lose the title at Mania. That's probably, that's probably what they're going to run. Um, so, um, yeah, so yeah, Braun's definitely winning this, no doubt, no doubt. Um, all right, next up we have the first Elimination Chamber match uh, for the SmackDown Ch- Tag Team Championship. We have the champions Miz and Morrison, just crowned at Super Showdown, versus the New Day, Kofi and Big E, the Usos, um, Lucha House Party, um, who are in there, by the way, because they don't want to put the Revival in there because of a contract dispute. Um, um, Heavy Machinery and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root. 
Um, that's your, those are your teams. Uh, I'm, I'm about to say that. This is easy to call. Miz and Morrison are retaining. Um, they're going to, they're queer. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is why I don't understand why this is the chamber match and not the Intercontinental Tournament. I know that either way, they're probably going to still want a multi-guy match at Mania. I know that. But they're probably going to have pretty much all but maybe one of these teams still in this multi-tag team match at Mania. So this is going to be kind of repetitive. The only team I don't think is going to be in this, ma- in this multi-tag team match at WrestleMania is Lucha House Party. Everybody else I think is going to be in, in whatever the t- Smack- SmackDown Tag Team Championship match is going to be. So this is why I don't understand why they're doing this. But I digress. Miz and Morrison are going to retain. It'll be a fun little match. Um, I would imagine it comes down to Miz and Morrison versus either the Usos or the New Day. And Miz and Morrison will win. So there you go. Mike, go ahead. First, I mean, they just put they just put the titles on. Yeah, look, they just yeah they, they just put the titles on. And here's the thing: they love the idea of Miz doing media with some kind of title for WrestleMania. So you know, makes sense. Yeah. Oh, he has. He has. You're agreed. Totally agreed. Um, um, next up, we have the Street Profits versus Seth Rollins and Murphy in a rematch um, from uh, Monday Night Raw where the Street Profits got, a re- got themselves a rematch and won the titles thanks to an assist from Kevin Owens. Go ahead, Mike. Right. Right. Yeah. Right.
I agree. Um, first of all, it's nice to have the tag titles on the actual tag team for the first time in a little bit. Um, even though Rollins and Murphy have been good. Um, I think you're exactly right. I think that they're going to transition this into AOP versus um, the Street Profits. And I think you're going to see Rollins versus Owens. Uh, unless they really are determined to keep both these guys strong and not have either one take a pin. Because if it ends up like that, then they might want all these guys in some kind of multi-guy tag match at Mania just to protect them both and not have either eat a pin. You know what I mean? Like, if they need like them both to be in the championship picture after WrestleMania, then they might want to protect both of them. So, you know, I I guess it depends. I think I think they're at a, a, a point where, like, Rollins and Owens, where it's like, we're, they're, they're more like, okay, where are we going with these guys after Mania? Because they already have a lot of big matches on the card. So I think that's what they're looking at with these two guys at this point because they know even though this program this program's been a, a main event program for the last few months, it's kind of taken a back seat to a lot of other things. So, um, so yeah, I think you're right. The plans are going to depend are going to kind of detail what happens here. I still think they probably go with Rollins versus Owens. So I think you're right. Street profits retain. They got popped out of the building last night too. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. That whole th- the way that they booked that whole thing last night was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, they should. They need stars. So, um, but yeah, that yeah, I think I think you're right. I think few profits retain. Should be fun, um, especially with the looming presence of Kevin Owens. Um, all right. Next up, we have. Um, Alistair Black versus AJ Styles in a no disqualification match, which is called for a guess who's interfering. Uh, that that's the only reason they booked. First of all, they had a that that on Monday they were very good. Black and AJ Styles. Um, so I'm kind of glad we're getting this, and I'm kind of and look, they made him beating uh, Alistair Black kind of look like a fluke in a way. Um. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah, Undertaker's going to interfere here, and AJ's going to lose this match. And there, and this has some people thinking that they should run... They're, they're, I saw this last night, and it was funny. This is going to be a great match, by the way. I saw, you know, maybe that you know Undertaker interferes, and you get Undertaker, Aleister Black, and somebody else versus the club at WrestleMania instead of AJ versus Undertaker. Which for Aleister Black would probably be a dream come true. But I, I don't see that happening. It's going to be Taker versus AJ. Taker's going to interfere. Black's going to get the win back here. Um, and this 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 should be a good match. This should be a lot of fun to watch. The first one on, on Raw was good. So, um, Mike? Hmm. 
Oh, it's uh, uh, Alistair Black, AJ Styles, no DQ match. Okay. Yeah. Um... And the match is going to no doubt main event the show now because it's 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 setting up a title match at WrestleMania and it's the only chamber match that's doing that. Elimination chamber match for to decide the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. Who will face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? Your choices are Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Rogan. We know who's going to be eliminated first. And. <laughs> By the way, I should add that there's a possibility Asuka will not be in this match. They might pull her from this match. We'll see. If that's the case, hi, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Yeah. She did. <laughs> Randy Orton. He wrote his own promo, apparently. That promo was good. He wrote that he wrote his own promo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were, we were going to talk about this way, but just to bring one more point up, I did you see on social media the sheer shock of people that uh, uh, over his RKO of Beth? Like he RKO'd a woman. Have they not watched Randy Orton? There was a lot of like shock. <laughs> yes.
Diminishing returns. Diminishing returns. Right. Yeah. Well, No, not at this point. No, you're heavily invested at this point. It's been it's it's been it's been amazing to build. Um, the way that they've kept Edge off the show, the way they built it up, Randy and and they brought other people into it like Matt Hardy, and I mean they they've done a great job with this. They really have. Uh, Yeah. Well, this is the few. This is the few we've never gotten that we all always wanted with Orton and Owens. So. Yeah. But um, but just you know, it's you, you mentioned they don't do it that often. Last year, remember when they had Baron Corbin give end of days to Becky Lynch? How big of a moment it was! And then I think, and then they had, and then Orton had some help with this, but Orton ended up RKOing Nia Jax in the in the uh, men's rumble, too. You know, but that was some help too. Ray did the six one nine. Randy did the like it was a, it was a couple guys involved. And I think Ziggler was too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they, they, they use it when they feel like it's a, a, a moment, you know, they're not spamming it. And I think that's important, but we kind of, we got off track, but yeah, you're right. Shayna Baszler's going to win. It'll be a fun match for what it is. I, I, it'll probably end up coming down to, if Oscar's in the match, it'll be Oscar and Shayna Baszler. If, if it's Kyrie Sane in the match, then it'll be Shayna probably versus, uh, probably Natalia at the end, but Oh, just, just said. I mean, they did have Natalia facing them a couple for a couple weeks there, a few weeks back. They kind of were, you know, putting dipping their foot in the water a little bit with it. But yeah, you're right. They do have to set it up. So. Right, you're right. We'll see. They're expecting her to be in the match, but there is a chance that they keep her out of the match. That's what we're hearing. So, I mean, I know it's your. 
it's your main event, but you and I know for many it's gonna be like, well, there's not a lot of star power in this if it's Kyrie Sane. Asuka's kind of like other than Shayna Baszler, the only really other true star in this match right now. But I mean, look, what do you? What, what I mean, what else is gonna main event the show? There's nothing else that can main event the show. It has to. That's why you don't do that match there. But eh, what? We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but yeah, Elimination Chamber. Um, not go- it's 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 really a filler, and it's just setting up the rest of Mania. But you know what? I think it's just you know it's gonna give some it's gonna give some opportunities for other people to step up a little bit on on Sunday. They haven't had a chance to step up in a while, so or step up at all. So, all right. When we come back, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we uh, we'll do some stuff with Super Super Showdown and what. What else has transpired on the road to WrestleMania since the Rumble? We'll talk about some of that as well. You're listening to the Sports Sprint Inside the Ring. We'll be right back. Um, so last uh, Thursday, WWE had its Super Showdown pay-per-view, which kind of was supposed to be like replacing Fastlane on the road to WrestleMania. Um, like I said, though, you, you know, other than maybe one, well, I shouldn't say that. Miz and Morrison winning was, was another significant development. But um, other than really one match, it didn't, um, or, uh, well, well, okay, there's a couple things that happened. More, more happened on this event than usual at these things. I'll just say that. Um, but again, you know, a lot of people didn't watch it it's in the middle of the day. It's that, you know, and that's kind of the thing that happens with these things. And that's why they try to, they are using these things now. This is the second straight time they've done this to, to, to kind of do things that might be seen as controversial or that they don't want, you know, that they're trying to protect certain people. So like, oh yeah, we, we want, we want Rollins to lose the title to Bray Wyatt because we feel like we got booked into a quarter. So let's run it at you know, in Saudi Arabia, because we could just act like, oh, Rollins really didn't lose, and somehow Bray got the title, and this did the same thing here. People aren't going to like that Bray loses, so let's just run it here, and people are going to forget it happened, whatever. You know, Bray doesn't have the title anymore, we're going to pretend that Bray didn't really lose it. That's kind of what they like to do with these things now, so they're not as, as much glorified house shows now as they're just, like, things that they kind of, hey, you know, we'll just, we'll just do some things here, and things that people won't like, we'll just bury on the Saudi Arabia show. That's what we'll do. So... I won't say it's not significant. Obviously, significant things have happened at the last two of, two of these, but um, they're still not. You know, to me, they just don't link up there with even B level pay per views because the majority of the card, at least, usually is more like house show kind of stuff. So, <laughs> but it happened. Obviously, among the significant things, Undertaker returning uh, to avenge Rey Mysterio, who was attacked by the club. He attacked the club and then he pinned AJ pretty much in a squash, which was kind of shocking. Um, Ricochet got totally squashed by Brock Lesnar, which apparently, in case you haven't noticed, Mike, 
Vince has changed his mind on Ricochet. He's completely burying him now. He he lost to Riddick Moss last night in, in a 24-7 title match. So we know what's going on with Ricochet. Cedric Alexander, part two. Um, so here, yeah, yeah, I don't know what he did, but yeah, that's what it is. Um, and then you had, I was missing Morrison winning the t- tag titles, which, which, you know, I wasn't sure if they were going to run it there or if they are going to run it at the, at the elimination chair, but they ran it there. Um, probably would have ran it at the elimination chair, but I digress. Um, Rollins Murphy versus the Street Profits ended up being a really good match. Yeah, Rollins Murphy retained that, and obviously they dropped it on Monday. Um, you had, I'm trying to think of what else we had. Um, Bailey uh, defending her title against Naomi. Uh, first time that's been, happened in Saudi Arabia. It was alright for what it was. I didn't really like the way she won, but whatever. Um, and you had the, 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 what's supposed to be the final end to Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin, if you can believe that, in the steel cage, which wasn't that great. And then the most controversial th- uh, part of the night was Goldberg versus Bray Wyatt. And was I shocked that Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt? Not necessarily. By the time we got to the morning of the event, I pretty much was, give, uh, you know, it, there, there was a lot of momentum. We had hear, heard that they were shaking up SmackDown's matches. For weeks, it was rumored that it was going to be Cena versus Elias and um, Bray versus Roman. Um, but there was a lot, also a growing sense that Goldberg was they're going to try to make Goldberg a part of the card. So the question was, would they put Goldberg versus Roman Reigns non-title or make it a title match or Goldberg versus John Cena and and still do Reigns? Uh, there was a lot of things out there. But we basically, by the time we got the Super Showdown, it had been settled that it was going to be Goldberg versus Roman Reigns and Cena versus Wyatt. They were not. They're going to go, you know, not do the Elias Cena match and whatever. But the idea was, well, wait, well, what's going to be the Universal t- Title match? And most people were feeling like, well, the better story match would be Cena versus Wyatt for the title. Unfortunately, that's not the direction they went in. They decided to have Goldberg versus Reigns, and they chose to do this by having Goldberg win in pretty much the worst way possible. Um, you know, just take a couple of mandible claws and not even really sell them, and just have Bray lose. Uh, He took four spears and a jackhammer, and that was it. Oh, what did I forget, Mike? Oh, well, thank you for that. that's, That's very important to know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, you're right. And so you had that, and then, you know, they had Bray kind of, like, appear behind him and then disappear. And, um, and, and, and the war. You know what the war? They made this worse by just having on SmackDown. The way they dealt with it on SmackDown was really weird. They, again, they act like it didn't happen. Goldberg just comes out. I'm the champion. Crowd's booing. Reigns just comes out. Instead of doing the Elimination Chamber match, what they were supposed to do, Reigns just goes, I'm next. And they, they apparently Roman can, you know, go out there and just get a title match with Goldberg. And they do... Now, the Cena thing I thought was cool on SmackDown. You know, oh, I'm going to retire. I don't deserve... It's it's kind of funny how they had Cena give that promo about, I don't deserve... I, I, spots at WrestleMania are earned. When they have all these part-timers showing up and stealing everybody's thunder like they did with Goldberg and Wyatt. So it was kind of like they, they're... Well, they're very self-aware of this. So Cena gives that promo and about to walk away when Bray appears and basically challenges him, which I thought was cool. But again, look at what they look at how they treated Bray. It was like any time that they had somebody lose that they shouldn't, whether it was Owens losing those two matches to Cena, or you know, or losing to Goldberg, or you know, this match where 
Bray losing to Goldberg. It's like, we're going to act like, you know what, it's still like nothing happens to say he don't have the title on his waist. And it's just he's moving on. Ah. No idea. Couldn't tell you. It's kind of ironic, though. It, you know, the the way that Bray dealt with it was interesting, too, because he, he hinted on Twitter that he was upset about it, and even commented that he, when somebody, a fan, you know, tweeted at him that they're trying to destroy characters, he agreed with it. And then after that, he kind of, like, went back into the story mode and, and started saying, oh, everything comes full circle. Basically saying it's coming back to Cena at WrestleMania, and this is all part of the plan. So it's almost like he had that moment where he kind of broke characters, like, yeah, this is pissing me off. But then he kind of brought, like, you know what? I can find a way to work with this. I'm going to work this in, and we're going to make it part of the story. See, I I can I can understand because we've been, one of the things that's been getting out in the last few weeks is that Bray, they, they had kind of hit a wall with Bray, yeah. and and that you know it wasn't drawing the ratings weren't drawing merch sales were like they hit a wall, and there was a feeling that Bray either had to make some changes or do something, and so if you want to take the title off Bray, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. You ran on him for a few months. You tried it out. Maybe you feel like this is not something that works right now. Does it have to be somebody like Goldberg? Goldberg reigns is a match that a lot of people have been wanting for a few years. You could have just done it for no, for no non-title and been fine with it. And gave... Right, exactly. So you know what you could have ran? You could have ran a multi-guy match at WrestleMania. I'm not WrestleMania, at Super Showdown to take the title up Bray without pinning him. Boom. And then there you go. And then you find a way to pivot. You have Elimination Chamber in your back pocket. So, you know, somebody can get, like, a quick, like, like transitional reign. And you put the title, back, you know, on somebody that you want it to be on. Um, you know, you can find ways around it. You can find ways around it. Or maybe you, you know what, maybe you do want to do that Reigns-Goldberg match. And you know what you do? You have a multi-guy match with Reigns and Corbin, everybody in the same match. You have Reigns win there. And not pin Bray. And then Reigns goes in as champion versus Goldberg. And Bray faces Cena, and everybody's like, okay, well, Bray will get his rematch after Mania. There you go. Was it so freaking hard? No, there's, there was more to it than that.
If you, you know, see, this is the thing that I can totally, I know that it's a business and I know that there are times when, you know, Vince has got 40 million people in his ear and it's like, you know what, this is the way I got to do it because this is better for business. I know it's going to be better for business because I see the numbers, whatever. Even though it's not what we all think is right, he goes with it and a lot of times it works out for him. But there are better ways to get to where you want to go. There are better ways. Right. Not to, to, in my opinion, none. Mm. Fair enough. That was the first mistake. Yeah. Or rushing him into that program. He didn't need to be in the title program at that point. Yeah. No, it, it it's it's just it's just that they they make the you know it's already people are already upset about, it, but I think people could reason it and be like, oh, all right, I can accept this if you handle it better. Right. Right, and then you know what you could have done because I know they wanted to finish the Reigns Corbin thing, and it's all you know. They could have done the blow off match at Chamber with Reigns with the title as a title defense, and then got to Goldberg at at, at WrestleMania. Ah, uh, yeah, very good point. Very good point. Very good point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I would for his work the last two years as a mega heel. But yeah, you're right. No, you're right. That would that would have worked. That would have been fine. You're right. You know that there's a number of ways they could have gone, and and, and it would have been all better than this. I, it just made and, and again they booked themselves into a corner by the way that they booked Bray Wyatt. It's like nobody could you know. And then there was another another idea, another thing out there. Why I I they I mean Bray probably could have came up with a very good reason. Just why not just have him wrestle as Bray in this match if he knew he was going to lose? That way you're protect. It's like the whole Finn Balor thing, you know, with protecting the demon, protect the fiend. Yeah. And, you know, Goldberg was originally booked to lose this match at one point. And if he was going to lose this match, it was supposed to be a longer match, which it was probably going to be a lot of stuff outside the ring, I would imagine. Um, 
but but when they booked the show, they booked the Ricochet um, Brock match to be a. It was, I think it was always meant to be a squash. I think that one hundred and ten percent because of Drew. They, they're going to put over Drew Big, and they're going to sacrifice Ricochet. Whoever was getting the spot at Super Showdown with Brock was losing a quick match. But you can live with that, all right? If if you get a better Universal Title match, you didn't get that. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you're right. There's some vi- there's apparently some video from Raw that there wasn't aired that makes it look like he was really pissed off walking through the curtain, but some some people think he was just selling. I wouldn't be surprised, I mean, to, to go from one of Paul Heyman's most valued guys, but that was Cedric Alexander, too. They were both guys that had a rocket ship on them that were going to get pushes, and there we go. That's what happens. Man. As far, I mean, as far as I know, so a lot of Cedric stuff, as far as why he kept getting dug a bigger, bigger, bigger hole, like pushed down a bigger and bigger hole, was because of backstage stuff, the way he was being backstage. Um, but Ricochet's been a good soldier backstage. Now, if, if this continues, I would, I, if I had to guess, I'd say maybe he gets sent back down to NXT. I, I think that... Right, I don't think they'd out, like do what they did to Cedric. I think they'd just send him back down to NXT. But, we'll see. Other, I mean, look, we, we, you know, look, the WrestleMania card's coming into focus now. I think they've done a very good job with building Drew and Brock, especially on, on Raw last night. Um, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley's been okay so far. Re- Becky Shane has been kind of held back by the fact they had to wait for this chamber match. Um, I have no idea what they're trying to... I, I, I've, I've enjoyed Heel Bailey. I think it should be Sasha. I don't know why they continue with Naomi after she lost, but that looks like what they're going to do. I don't understand it, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, you'll definitely have some multi, uh, wom- a multi-woman match on the card. You definitely have, uh, the, the, the uh, Iron Giant Battle Royal. The multi-woman match is going to be the, the, uh, women's Battle Royal, obviously. Um, you know, we know about Taker Styles, but I don't understand how they started, the way they started that, but, you know, maybe that's a Taker thing, I don't know. Um, we know about the tag team matches, look like the way that they're pretty much going. You're probably going to have Street Profits and maybe, again, Owens or Rollins involved in that, or they get their own singles match. Um, AOP are probably involved in there as well. SmackDown, we know pretty much all the teams from what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber will probably be involved, all but probably Lucha House Party at Mania. Looks like we're headed for a Lucha U.S. title match um, at WrestleMania. As Hey, whatever it is, it's cool for me. I think it'll be good. Um, works as a good opener, probably. Um, and then you got um, Agent Orton, which could easily be main event to show how 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 well done it's been. 
And again, we probably figure get Owens Rounds. You got a Brock Drew, I already mentioned. You're headed for Goldberg versus Reigns, which will probably, I'll tell you something, if they want to speed up the card, giving you Goldberg versus Reigns is going to work because that match probably ain't lasting less than, it's probably lasting like what, what, less than five minutes. And people think that's going to main event the show. That match ain't main event. They've, they've said since day one they're main event with Drew and Brock. So, um, but yeah, you got Drew and Brock, which will probably be okay. And you know, and we talk about the women's matches. And then you're getting Mike mentioned earlier, Kabuki Warriors versus Divas of Doom. So the card pretty much is looking like you know we're kind of getting into the card a little bit now, and it doesn't look like you're going to get any other NXT on on the card unless they get into some of the multi person matches. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, it, it's been. I would say this has been a less eventful road to WrestleMania than last year when you had two two like big pushes in Kofi and Becky Lynch. This year it's been kind of less eventful. Um, although I think they have built a couple of people up during this stretch, so that's been good for them. But you know, hey, maybe it maybe it leads to a, a, a better situation after WrestleMania because last year they had a very good WrestleMania season and they went to crap after WrestleMania. So um, I will say this: I think Raw is clearly in a much better spot than SmackDown. SmackDown's going to be better the next couple of weeks because they got Cena and, and and the Goldberg thing and that. But after that, I don't know. They they're kind of a mess. They really are. I mean, Raw at least is uh, feels like it's building to something. SmackDown's a mess. Um, WWE's probably a mess too. You see, you see this Undertaker Michelle McCool thing. Wow, they they forgot to put her in that uh, article, and and Undertaker is pitching a fit, and so did Michelle McCool. Um, what was it? The it was it? Was it the? It was the women's highlights, like the top what fifty most influential or something like that. Yeah, and and she, Michelle McCool went crazy about it on social media, and then Undertaker said when after they changed it to kind of fix it, too little, too late. Uh, hmm. Um, we also have Matt Hardy is definitely gone from WWE now, so there's that. Um, and I think Jeff Hardy was supposed to be on, um, WWE backstage tonight. Yeah, so we'll see if something is acknowledged there. Um, supposed to make another Hall of Fame announcement too, which I I I'm, I was hearing might be JBL. So we'll see if that happens too. But yeah, so. You know, not as eventful as last year, but there's been some big stuff going on, you know. Um, we'll see what happens. WrestleMania less uh, about a month away. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we'll your questions, comments, and reactions on, on Elimination Chamber, Super Showdown, the road to WrestleMania so far, and anything else from wrestling that you want to cover. Um, it's all on the table when we come back. You're listening to the Sportsman Side of the Ring. We'll be right back. We're back, and um, 
let's see, let's dive into how you're reacting to what's been going on in, in the world of wrestling, your comments, reactions. Um, let's see here. Of all the part-time presidents on the card at WrestleMania, very, very surprised to not see Shane McMahon and Triple H for the first time in a while. Why do you think they decided to sit out this WrestleMania? Um, first of all, I think it's because they do have enough part-timers. You got Cena back in the fold, which you didn't have last year. You have Undertaker wasn't there last year. He's back in the fold. Goldberg's in the fold. So, and you got, and you got Brock, too. I mean, that's just a lot of names. Last year, you know, I think Triple H only had a match because of Batista. I don't think he's just gonna, I don't think he's just gonna do a match for the sake of doing a match. He's gonna do a match if he feels like there's a program if, or if there's somebody that Vince wants him to face. There's just no need for him this year. And Shane, I think they pretty much ended him in the Kevin Owens feud. It looks like Shane didn't want to be on, on TV anymore, and that's why they ended it. So, I think that there was just no need for those guys this year. You know, they have enough part-time guys, and they're trying to put some focus on other people, on act, on some actual main roster talent. Enough part-time spots, uh, enough spots have been taken by part-timers, you don't want to give any more up. And you already got, what, like 15, 16 matches, and you figure maybe like maybe a big show or a cane might end up on the card, too, like in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal or something. So, um, there's plenty. They, they, they just weren't needed. Bottom line. You know, next year might you know you might not have Cena. Cena had a, a gap in his schedule. That's why he's doing it this year, and it's, plus it's in Tampa. And you might not have Undertaker because Undertaker has been doing every Mania now. So if you don't have those two, then maybe you feel especially more incentive to have guys with Triple H and Shane on the card. But it is unusual to have no McMahon's on the card. It really is. I mean, yeah, I mean Stephanie. So, um. I've been very impressed with the way that they presented Drew McIntyre in this feud with Brock Lesnar. However, I'm very concerned that the only reason why Drew has been so super over lately is because of Brock Lesnar and people wanting a, a full-time guy to take the title off of Brock. Remember, Rollins' reactions went down as soon as he got out of the Brock Lesnar feuds. Do you think that Drew will still be this over after the Brock Lesnar feud ends, or do you think that this is... Do you? Th- or do you think that this is all mirage and you'll be right back to square one again? Um, there, there, this this particular person is concerned about Drew not being as over after he beats Brock Lesnar because that's kind of, in his mind this is what happened to Rollins. Um, he, he says he started going downhill after he got out of the Brock Lesnar feuds, so he, he wonders if this is because of Brock. Right. Depends. Yeah. Here's the thing about Drew. First of all, Drew was already getting over on his own before the Brock Lesnar thing. They they were letting Drew be himself. They were, you know, they were being very... I I thought they were handling Drew well. Now, they obviously accelerated his push at the Rumble to kind of get him where they wanted to go. Drew was who... I think they had it down like Drew and Aleister Black, and they went with Drew. Um, 
Look, I think Drew will be fine. I, it's, like Mike, like Mike said, as long as they go, as long as they were careful about who he's feuding with. Now, the rumor is that he's going to feud with Orton after WrestleMania. Now, Orton being over as a heel will help. Now, the concern there is he's going to lose the edge at WrestleMania, but Orton can accept that loss. You can deal with that. Now, I don't think Drew's going to get a long run with the title. A lot of people think, well, this means Drew's going to go over. I don't think they're going to do that because I don't think Drew's the kind of guy you do that with. Because I don't think they're looking at Drew and saying face of the company. I think they're looking at Drew saying, you know, we'll put him over Brock Lesnar. He'll be a star on his own. He could be one of our stars. So I, if you're expecting Drew to get this title, win this title, and then go like six, seven, eight months, I don't think that's going to happen. I think some, at some point in the summer, he's probably going to lose this title. And, you know, maybe somebody like Orton beats him for it, or, you know, you run a multi-guy, Owens wins. Because I, I think at some point Owens going to win the title, too. Right. So I think that, you know, we'll have to see how they, you know, Money in the Bank's the next pay-per-view after WrestleMania. So that could play a role in all this, too. Um, but we'll have to see how it all pans up. I don't think Drews will get a long run with it. I just don't. I don't think he's that kind of that, uh, champion. Um, you know, he'll be a star, but he, I think that, I think they, they're being, they're going to use Brock Lesnar to put a couple of guys over, because I think they realize, they've already had, you know, Rollins beat Brock twice, they've already had Roman beat him, I, you, you, you can build him up and make him a monster, and then kind of bring him back down and then build him up again. That's what you're going to be doing with Brock. He's kind of like, to them, it's like, it's like a more monstrous version of John Cena at this point. That's what they're using him as. He's going to, you know, you, you get the Brock rub, it's, it helps Multiple guys, not just one anymore. So, yeah, I, I, I think it depends. If they feud him with Orton afterwards, I think he'll be fine. If it's not Orton and they try, you know, they do a superstar shake when they try to do like Baron Corbin or something again, then I don't think that's going to work out. No disrespect to Baron Corbin. He's a top heel, but I, I just don't think that's a program that fits. So, um... One of the things that tends to happen a lot during WrestleMania season is kind of like what we saw with Goldberg and Bray Wyatt. They shake things up and they go, they put the part-timers over the full-timers. And then after WrestleMania, they hit reset and try to act like none of that happened. We got our money at WrestleMania. Let's get it all back to where it was pre-WrestleMania and reset everything back to where it was. Do you see that happening with Bray? Perhaps after he beats John Cena at WrestleMania, he just goes back and gets the title off of Roman again? Um... I think what's going to happen is he is going to face Roman. But I think that I think that they're going to be careful about this where it's it, he's not always going to be in the he's not going to be in the ring with Roman by himself. I think they're going to do there's going to be some there's going to be some multi-guy matches after Mania. You know, maybe they even have Money in the Bank play a role in this where you know somebody interrupts the match he has with Roman and and steals the title from Roman. I don't know. Again, Money in the Bank's going to open up a lot of eyes, and it's going to depend on how it all plays out. But I do think that they're going to give Bray, they're probably going to give Bray another run just to, to shut people up next year. No, I don't think so either. But I think they, I, they will go back to it. So I, I, I see what you're saying about a reset because I think they will in a way. I think they already kind of have in a way, but but fully, yeah, I, I, I do see that, but. I think it's, a good, it's going to be a little bit of a rabbit trail getting there. Um, take two more and then we'll call it. Um, 
there was all these rumors about Sting returning at Super Show or maybe even at WrestleMania. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. So, in other words, that's probably the last chance at Sting Undertaker, huh? Look, under no, no. Listen, Undertaker still playing or is still wrestling. As long as that's the case, it's never over because it's, you can always bring out Sting. Sting having not wrestled in how many years now? A couple. You could always pull Sting out for one match with Undertaker, quick, like eight, ten minute match, just for the spectacle of it. So no, that doesn't put to rest anything. And, and honestly, I would have rather they gone with this instead of w- wasting AJ here. I mean, I know it's a cool match and everything, but I, I wish they would have done that. But whatever. Hey, an AEW question. Two, it's a double question. First off, first off, in my mind, AEW finally made a decision that put them as a brand on the map by finally giving the title over to somebody that can do something with it and John Moxley. Somebody that's not an over-the-hill guy that still seems to think that he's a main event player. Well, somebody doesn't like Chris Jericho. Um, uh, clearly. Um, so a great decision there by AEW. First great decision that they made. Also, so so okay, so they want our thoughts on that, I guess. And also... Your thoughts on Cody's tattoo? His own wife don't like it. I like how she went public with that. (laughs) It's not, no. Yeah. Right.
Yeah. Right. Well, first off, the tattoo is got awful. The tattoo's got awful. His own wife publicly commenting on it saying it was awful, so that doesn't help matters. Um, secondly, the mox the moxery thing. First of all, I, I listen, I haven't liked a lot of the things that Jericho said since he left WWE and a lot of it doesn't make any sense. Um, he was perfectly happy to put everybody over when he was there and then he st- started complaining about booking after he left. So I don't again I don't understand it, but that's a whole other issue. Jericho, you're right, is the right decision because he was a recognizable name. He was a familiar name with a uh, with a diehard fan base behind him. And he, and and when he left WWE, he he had really put himself in a, a great spot. He got a he got a clipboard over. He got a list over. Like he was in a he was in like a, a major resurgence. One of the because he's he has oh he has always had resurgences. Obviously, every time he came back, he came back with a you know freshening freshening up his gimmick, right? This time around, he had a major resurgence to the point where they were thinking about having him in Owens' main event WrestleMania. So, yeah, I mean, he, he capitalized on his popularity and put himself in a position to be the guy in AEW. And you're you're right, he was the guy to put, make the champion at the time instead of somebody that a lot of American audiences didn't know. You couldn't make it Omega because a lot of people over here don't know Omega. You didn't want to go right to Rose because you wanted to build up to that. And you didn't want to go right to Moxley because you wanted to build up to that. So it had to be Jericho. And he's carried it well. And you wanted to give somebody that rub if they beat um, Chris Jericho for the title. That's what you wanted to do. And I agree with you wholeheartedly that it probably should have been Moxley. First of all, John Moxley is already a known, is already an established star name in this in, in, in the U.S. Okay, because of what he did in WWE, people know that stuff. Okay, so you don't need that. You you, you have been better off putting over somebody that you're trying to 
have the audiences familiarized with, like Omega or, like I said, Hangman Page. Somebody like that you wanted to put over here. Mox, we didn't need this. Especially since you've seen him and him WWE facing Jericho a lot. So you didn't need this. And you're right. Maybe he ha- is different. Maybe he has changed. Maybe he won't crap the bed like he did in WWE. I don't think he will because AEW is kind of like a niche right now. It's not as big as WWE. It's a different show than WWE. He's not going to have to run all over the place and do tons of media. He's gonna. He, he's gonna. He's, he's comfortable with this, you know. He gets to run the kind of matches that he wants, the more hardcore type matches with blood and and stuff, you know. He gets to do what he wants. Because of that, he's gonna probably be, be okay. But here's the the kicker here. AEW is at a point where they're trying to attract fans. They're trying to uh, make the product bigger, keep expanding, right? Keep increasing, you know, making it better, and and obviously bring more eyes to the product, right? Is John Moxley going to do that, or is he going to already attract the eyes you already have? That's the that's the issue here because I don't think Moxley attracts more people. Jericho, by making him champion, you were attracting a lot of lapsed wrestling fans, maybe people that tune out of WWE because they were unhappy. You're like, oh well, Jericho's there. Let's give this a chance. Moxley ain't going to move the needle. And Moxie beating Jericho, there's no rub there because Moxie's already a star. Is he the star? No, but he is a star. Omega beating Jericho, I was like, wow, you know, this, this Omega guy, he was big you know, overseas and that, and now he won here. Let's, let's follow his career a little bit. Let's see where he goes. Oh, Hangman Page beats Jericho. Oh, yeah, let's see where he goes. This does nothing. But please, a certain fan base. That's it. That's why I don't like it. Forget about what he did in WWE as champion because you, you know he, he crapped the better. He's not going to crap the better here because he's not going to have to do what he did in WWE. He's not going to be expected to carry an entire co- a brand or company. They're not going to do that with him in AEW because of other names. Well, he's supposed to be, but you know that they're you, you know that's not him. He's gonna he's gonna act, they're gonna act like that, but he, Jericho's still gonna be around. Cody's still around. Even with Jericho as champion, a lot of headlines were going to Cody. So that's what's gonna happen here. It's gonna be the same thing. And, and they and you don't think that they know that Ambrose doesn't like all the spotlight that he just likes to go out and have his matches. Yeah, he, he'll he'll take on the leadership role within matches. Be like, well, I want my match to be the best one on the show. I can see that. But he's not going to be like, he's not going to be expected to do tons of media like he did in WWE. Remember when he got the, the belt, it's like, oh yeah, you're doing this podcast. Oh yeah, you're going here. Well, we're, we're, do, we're promoting SmackDown on USA and you're the first champion. You got to go around and do all this. He doesn't want to do that stuff. And he's not going to have to do as much of that in AEW. And that's immediately why he's going to like it better. And he gets to have the matches he wants. He gets to, you know, you know, get poked in the eye, make it look like he, his eye is, you know, to say, you know, having issues and wear a patch, and he gets to get bloody and all this stuff. He's he's in his glory right now. He's getting everything he wants. That's just what he wanted in WWE, and he was never going to get. So it, it begs the question: Why he even thought he was ever going to get it? But. Right, you know, I, I I don't think it was the right decision, but you know what? A lot of people disagree because you know they like Moxley and they wanted him to go over. So, all right, one last break. When we come back, we wrap things up. We right back.
All right, and we're back. And just to wrap things up, um, obviously NXT tomorrow night should be a good show, so make sure you check that out. SmackDown on Friday, the go-home show before Elimination Chamber. I don't expect much to happen there, but, you know, I don't know if Cena and Goldberg are scheduled for that show. I, I, we'll see, but, you know, we'll see how those stories continue to develop. Sunday, Elimination Chamber. We'll see how everything pans out, even though it should be pretty predictable on a number of levels, but still, um, you know, we'll see how it all pans out. But that's some of the highlights in wrestling this week, and obviously AEW is tomorrow, too. We'll see what the fallout is from their event this past weekend, too, and see where they go from here. Um, so that's a couple of the big highlights in wrestling over the next couple of days you might want to check out. Um, all right, that is it for tonight. Now, our next edition of the Sports for Inside the Ring will be next Tuesday night at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. We'll have our post-Elimination Chamber fa- uh, uh, fallout show. We'll talk about Raw, whatever happens on Monday night. And then anything else that we have to talk about as we you know continue down the road to WrestleMania, Obviously, um, at beyond next Tuesday, we'll have another show right before WrestleMania and then post-WrestleMania as well. So um, you'll definitely have a smaller gap in between shows going in the next, in the next month or so here. So, um, so you don't have to worry about this the show going away for as long of a period as it did um, over these last few weeks. So, all right, so again, our next edition of the Sports Spin Side of the Ring will be one week from tonight at 10 o'clock from Eastern Time here on Spreaker. Again, our post-Elimination Chamber show. You want to make sure you tune in for that. So again, we are done for tonight. That is it. Just because the show is over, does not mean you have to stop interacting and contributing to the show. Can you have your voice heard? Send us reactions, comments, feedback, things you want us to cover on the show, topic ideas, all of this you can send to us anytime uh, by email, Facebook, and Twitter. You can email us at thesportsprint at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesportsprint. And then, of course, as always, find us on Facebook to search for the sportsprint on Facebook. Remember, uh, the, fan, the fan page for the sportsprint is the same. Um, our Facebook and Twitter for the Sportsman is the same as for our Sportsman Inside the Ring podcast. So both shows share that same page because they're essentially the same show. This one's the wrestling edition of the show. So uh, make sure you visit our Facebook and Twitter. Um, on Facebook, just make sure you like our fan page so you can interact with us. Always know what's going on with the show. And of course, visit us on Twitter as well. I didn't say this stuff at the beginning of the show. I just got right into it. So my apologies on that. Usually I say that at the beginning of the show. But thankfully, you all know the drill by now. So you still participate it, even though I didn't remind you all at the beginning of the show. So, um, our next edition of the Sports Sprint, the, U- the regular edition of the Sports Sprint, will be tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We'll also have a show on Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Talk about college basketball tomorrow, we'll baseball. A-Rod making some big comments about the Astros. And we'll talk about the Spike Lee stuff with the Knicks. Crazy stuff there. We'll talk about that tomorrow morning as well. Um, our sister show, The Entertainment 401, has its next show on Thursday at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. That should be a big night because if all goes well, we will announce the winners of the first annual Entertainment 401 Film Awards. Assuming we get all the ballots in in time, we can do that quick turnaround. If you have not submitted a ballot yet for the first annual Entertainment 401 Film Awards, you can still submit a winning ballot. You have till 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern, Thursday night. Just go to our Sports Sprint uh, Facebook and Twitter. Scroll down, and you'll find the ballot. Or go to the Entertainment 401 Facebook or Twitter and scroll down, and you will find a ballot. And just click on it, fill it out, and you can just submit it, and then you will be all set. Again, deadline Thursday night, this coming Thursday, March the 5th at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. That is the deadline for the ballots to decide the winners. And, again, hopefully we get all of them before that so that we can quick turn around. We can announce the winners on Thursday night because that is the plan. So that's what's coming up the rest of the week on our, our network of shows here. I hope you all have a great rest of your night. Um, hopefully we'll talk to you tomorrow morning for our next edition of the Sports Sprint. Um, regardless when we talk to you next, again, the next edition of the Sports Sprint Inside the Ring is next Tuesday at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Sports Sprint show tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. 
Eastern Time, and on Friday at 10 Eastern Time, Entertainment 411 Thursday, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. So a lot of stuff coming up here on Network of Shows. Again, regardless when we talk to you, folks, please have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.